let's get this going right exciting topic here we are recording so welcome everyone to join the third conversation of our creator series my imagination to creation today's conversation will be we'll be exploring the question on why crypto is exciting for the creator economy um, this conversation will be recorded and uploaded in our social media platform so to start with the conversation let me introduce myself my name is deepthi and i am the co-founder of spur Spur is a passion economy startup launched in 2020 with a mission to support creators to quickly launch their business online and help them build their community of fans. And this series is brought to you by Spur as one of our project to help understand more about how we can support our creators. Today as you can see we have our guest um first guest is uh, Deepak Dutt is with us. Deepak is a founder and CEO of Zigra. a decentralized ai powered cybersecurity startup deepak has a range of experience from startup to large global software and telecommunication companies in his latest role he has authored over 15 patent pending and granted in payment authentication and behavioral biometrics space with over 100 citation from some of the largest payment players from paypal to square and google <clears throat> He is enthusiastic about decentralized architecture and brings interesting insight into the new trend of crypto and digital space, especially in the creator economy. Now we have Akshay, Akshay Patel, a crypto specialist and a student at Berkeley to discuss with Deepak today about crypto and the creator economy. Akshay is pursuing a combined tech and business degree in University of Berkeley. So welcome to the show Deepak and Akshay. Thank you Deepthi, happy to be here. Hi, thank you for the introduction. Okay, so let's kick this off Deepak and Akshay by you know you both telling a little bit about your background and um you know um why both of you are interested in the creator economy. Sure, I mean why don't you go first Akshay and then uh, I can follow up. Yeah. So for me, my background stems from both for my passion for like business and technology and so the creator economy is a perfect combination of that. Um so for looking into how um I could better help explore um help the creators explore their own passions as well as what are their different channels that they can use to actually take their passions and create it into a business. Um and yeah, so that's kind of my background and my passions for the economy. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a quick background about myself. Um, as Deepthi mentioned, um, a wide range of experiences working between startups and uh, a fairly large global corporations. And uh, more recently, at my role in Zigra, bringing together technologies like uh, decentralized artificial intelligence, behavioral biometrics, and sensor analytics to answer the question: Who's the real user behind a specific device or transaction in a very transparent manner? based on the way you sit stand walk interact with your applications and such um we put together several patents in the space uh, t- at the end of the day trying to protect every user uh as they uh, transact in the digital world uh, and uh, my interest kind of span into the creator economy and the entire decentralized concept um and, and we'll talk a bit more about it um but how do creators create and um and gain the value of their creations 
uh, and, and level the playing field uh, in uh, today's platform-centric world. Interesting. Um, yeah, um, that the, you know, Deepak, we, you and I have had a lot of discussions about passion economy and um, uh, why. So I just wanted to hear from you why um, you think passion economy. Uh, you know, we have different kinds of economies. We have evolved about gig economy. I know this is still evolving. Uh, the new concept is the creator economy or a passion economy. And why do you think that's going to be the next big thing? Um, so, so, so I, I think the, the creator economy is a real validation uh, for the people or the creators who are creating all the value that from a digital perspective today, right? Um, and, and them being, you know, properly compensated for their contributions. Uh, so, so till a few years ago, um, uh, people were, uh, you know, the, the platforms that existence, including YouTube and Instagram and such, were using creators to meet an end. They were not the central drivers of uh, value creation, right? And, and um, basically, they were not getting a lot of uh, monetization for the value that we're creating. So uh, I think the, the, the creator economy kind of grew out of this necessity to, to you know, shift that value towards creators so that they can capture more of what they create, right? So I, th I think it's a drive towards that that has really uh, got the creator economy on, on, onto a solid footing or, or as, as something that is kind of growing up. Um, right. And, and what I'm... Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead no, I mean, what I feel is like, you know, with gig economy and other platform economy, um, platforms may making you know was owning the content including social media and other platforms and they were making um you know most of the revenue and uh, i think this passion economy shift is was much needed that's right i mean as, as you rightly said right uh, and even even more recently as well the creator economy model mostly uh, w was around one-way financial relationship with their audiences it's more about uh, fans supporting their audiences e either through uh, you know, solutions like Patreon or, uh, or, or other ways that, uh, that they kind of contribute towards uh, the creators. There's no direct relationship between the creators and their fans, right? So it, a platform like YouTube enables creators to um, make money out of uh, the ad revenues and they get a small piece of that. But the, the, the direct connection never existed. I think that's what's kind of changing in the creator economy where that connection is being strengthened. The creators know their fans and the fans you know, are happy that they can create that direct link with the creators. And they know that uh, it is because of the creators and because of their fans that that two-way relationship now works because the fans supporting their creators and deriving direct value and creators you know, creating value and you know, uh, deriving more uh, more of the value that they create and capturing more of the value that they create. Right. Um, go ahead, go ahead Akshay. Yeah, and then another thing just about on top of this is just like a few years ago, podcasting, hosting like a YouTube channel and blogging, these were just typically viewed as like hobbies, not professions. But now these are like viable paths with, for like those that can channel the entrepreneurial spirit. Now, like universities are teaching creators how to run their business. There's venture funds looking to invest early in the creative careers to help them like scale their channels. So there's like thousands of new companies that are popping up every day to help creators in every aspect of their engagement with fans. 
And so this has led to a more of a boom in the creator economy as now creators can actually view their passions as a possible uh, professional interest. Right, Akshay. That's you know that's a great point, and um, w- w- you know when, when you just you rightly said that it's getting into a profession. It's not anymore a hobby, right? Hobby was never tied to monetization, whereas um, making this a full time you know um, career, full time profession um, ties us uh, very well to the monetization, and that gives us a good segue um, to um, some of the conversation we have been having over a period of time, right? Um, what, what are the best options that we have? What are the innovative options that we have for monetization in the creator economy? Um, and I know, uh, actually, you're really passionate about this crypto space. Can you just talk a little bit about what interested you in the, the, the cryptocurrency space? Yeah, so um, currently, the most of the interest actually comes from the creator's passions for uh, uh, channeling crypto as a kind of payment method. So um, according to like studies, like almost from the year 2017 to 2019, there was around a 22% increase of um, pledges that of like money that was made on um, Patreon from consumers to creators. And so now as creators started viewing um, kind of exploring their passions as a way of their profession they also started to notice that many of these like big tech owned social media platforms were actually profiting from their labor for the past decade and so so now this has kind of led to the inclusion of crypto what crypto allows them to do is uh allows them to directly own their financial relationship with fans instead of having these big tech giants control and kind of serve as middlemen between uh the fans supporting the creators so this, this is kind of the main reason why I've been exploring more and more of crypto and passion economy and how that's going to pave way in the future. Right, right. And um, yeah, um, Deepak, if I ask you, like, what is that one pain point which leads you to believe crypto is one of the ways, innovative ways that we should all think about in creator economy for monetization? I mean, if you kind of take a look at the history of crypto and digital currency and how that came about was there was a huge pain point that they were solving, right? Uh, if you look at how people used to transfer money from you know, one place to the other, uh, in a centralized ecosystem, there are different types of players from uh, different types of banks that goes through, different types of payment processors it goes through. So end of the day, when the money reaches the other side um, of who's been paid, uh, there was a lot of value that was lost. For example, if you send $100 from one end, the other side, you might only get $85 from after all the fees were accounted for by the middlemen. Now, I think what really crypto really brought on to uh, as a huge value proposition early on from a currency perspective, and Bitcoin was probably one of the very early examples in the space, was um, intermediating the, uh, the middlemen. Right? How, how do you... You know, you transfer something across um, a large network without going through the banks and having to incur those costs. So, so the or the, the blockchain that was underlying technology for the Bitcoin enabled that to happen in a very secure fashion. And blockchains got a lot of inbuilt security and in uh, pieces that enabled this kind of immutability. Right. So, so crypto enabled that uh, to reduce that loss of value that happened along the way, 
right? So that was, that was interesting and that's why crypto became very popular. And now in the creator economy, if you look at it, it, it's around the same kind of concept. How do you enable the creators to capture most of the value that they create so that the, the platforms along the way uh, don't take a, a larger cut around it? So I think um, the, 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 uh, the cryptocurrencies enabled that first uh, concept for the creator economy from a payments perspective. But I think it's gone a bit beyond that uh, now and getting into very interesting use cases around um, you know, tokens and uh, non-fungible tokens and fungible tokens. And it's getting into a, a lot of interesting uh, monetization use cases for creators. Does that help, Titi, or do you want me to kind yeah, of... The, yeah, yeah, it, 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 you know, I was just listening to you, and you just very well outlined um, the concept of crypto and then how it should it needs to be used um, in, in the creator economy. Um, do you think it's well understood still, um, Akshay and Deepak? Both of you really explain really well um, the concept of crypto and the need of you know cryptocurrency that needs to be uh, brought into the creator economy. Um, how much... Uh, personally, for me, I think um, I think we're only beginning to start fully integrating crypto in uh, our everyday lives. So, um, for example, I know only like just more, recent, more recently, some countries started using crypto such as like Cardano to actually integrate into um, as like a form of their payment method. But there's also been a lot of rejection of um, crypto from some other government institutions. Um, so this kind of brings us to uh, why crypto is being more integrated into the consumer economy and um, such as like creators and other also like the artists mentioned as well. Um, I think we're only beginning to slowly integrate crypto into our everyday lives. Um, and we're definitely going to see a huge evolution in the next few years. Right. So um, I was in LinkedIn um, last week. I got uh, a poll which asked me, right, will crypto ever replace the real um, the currency that we are handling? Um, if so, will it ever replace? Will it replace in 10 years or 15 years or five years? Any any that that was a fun question. Any take on that? Well, you know, I can provide my thoughts. I mean, uh, we started off with. Physical coins. We started off with gold. We started off with silver. Came into fiat currency um, just to make things much more easier. And uh, now we are thinking about digital currency. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of payment mechanisms have happened uh, over the last little while in making it really convenient for the end user. So it's all around convenience. That's why we, we all use credit cards and makes uh, payments so much more easy compared to carrying you know, large amounts of gold with us and transacting that. Um, and you know, evolution's kind of taken its time. Um, but if you just look at what happened from a, uh, from a inflection point in the last 12 months, what we have seen is huge uptake in digital, right? Everything digital has been uh, really accelerating. And, it's, and what we have seen, especially in the e-commerce space, is the, 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 the growth for the next 10 years just happened over a few months. Right? So this is the speed with which evolution happened. And it was because of an of a, of a inflection point caused because of the pan, current pandemic. Right? 
so will digital currency eventually, I think we are in, in, in that baby steps of figuring out how digital currency can become mainstream. Uh, because today's financial institutions are highly regulated, which accounts for a lot of costs in the system. And uh, this is how governments kind of regulate the system and are able to control the monetary system. But in a, a digital world where it's, if it's uh, cryptocurrencies and such, that regulation is not there currently. And I think the governments are ha ha, you know, ha having a hard time understanding how it works and how do they kind of tax such a system, right? Uh, because if you really look at it, at the heart of cryptocurrency is a, is a decentralized chain or blockchain. And the, for the, the entire purpose of a decentralized blockchain was to not have any kind of centralized regulatory um, you know, you know, platforms or, or governance, right? Uh, it, it was, the governance also was uh, kind of highly distributed or highly decentralized. So we'll have to kind of see how it plays off in a regulated environment. And, you know, more recently, we saw governments like China really crack down on crypto. Again, I think the, the, the base it comes down to is not having the control that they used to, right? So um, to answer your question, would it be mainstream in the next little while? We'll have to see. And I always equated this to passwords, right? right? If you mm -hmm. really look at passwords, people have been saying passwords are going to be killed the last 10 years. Passwords mm -hmm. have still been around. Why are passwords not dead? Um, right. So yeah. I, I, I think that kind of hype has to be kind of maintained for crypto to be, uh, you know, uh, to, to be accepted and a lot of people to follow crypto. As the value of crypto really increases, the people who develop on that and all the innovation and creativity really goes up. So I think we are in the initial or infancy state of, uh, of crypto and the, and the blockchain and such. And um, eventually, I'm hoping, like how the internet became mainstream, um, you know, blockchain can become mainstream, and cryptocurrency can be part of the mainstream economy. Very interesting thought there. Actually, anything to add? Yeah. So, kind of building off of that, um, as well as like a timeline, I'm not sure if it's easy to estimate that. But in terms of possibly crypto becoming mainstream, I definitely do see it as a possibility as um, as I just think that the financial and kind of the economical institutions do have to evolve over time. So like, why did we switch from like fiat money, which was kind of like cash from like precious metals was to like preserve uh, like the precious metals. And that's why we switched from gold and silver to cash, like dollar bills and such. So I think in the future, there will be kind of a similar shift of switching away from like money and then also like banks regul like regulation from banks to crypto due to the main reasons of like why Bitcoin kind of blew up. It was because of the decentralized network as well as kind of like the immutable ledger that also not only did it um, ensure that the money was not um, regulated by governments, but also made sure that you could detect fraud as well as kind of fight against um, those malpractices. So in terms of that, I definitely do see the system kind of moving towards more of the pseudo anonymity that um, blockchain and crypto provide. And also the fact that it allows the creators and users uh, to kind of harbor more of the cash that they generate instead of having it being regulated by the government. Right. Yeah. We, now we have that centralized, um, you know, um, institutions which uh, controls um, all this. So cracking down through this um it's definitely going to take time and it's it's going to be an evolution so 
Um, but in that situation, right, um, if some of these um, early stage creator economy um, startups or a passion economy startup, what would they be losing out um, on if they don't adopt crypto? Um, you know, it be, 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 there's a theory that it's going to take time and it would evolve. Um, there's a lot of evolution before this could become a mainstream. Um, but at the same time, we are, you know, some of the creator economy or the passion economy startups is kind of trying to do an early adoption um, with this cryptocurrency. And, you know, let's say if they, people who fail to do that. Well, what are the See, I, I think you have to look at it from an opportunity perspective, right? So what are the advantages of doing it? Um, and and um, what can be gained by that? So there are entire you know, economies being formed around crypto and uh, you know, different you know, people are kind of monetizing in different ways. And, and specifically in the creator economy, uh, creators are creating uh, their own tokens or their own coins that their fans can uh, get access to. And that access gives them uh, access to specific content that the creators create or certain events that the creators run. So it's creating a very unique um, bond between creators and fans. And crypto is a way of, or, or crypto tokens and coins are a way of kind of, um, you know, cementing that bond and um, really you know, enabling the creator to capture more of their own value. And I keep saying that because I see a lot of value getting lost by because of intermediaries. And if we can let um, that fall, out, fall down, then it's, it's, it's just a matter of capturing more value and then providing more direct connection uh, between creators and, and their fans. So if they don't adopt it, then they won't, they're not able to create that unique bond and they are kind of losing out on that part. Um, but also crypto also provides other, you know, and we can get into deeper into this, but interesting use cases like uh, NFTs. So rather than um, having, you know, very specific, uh, you know, rather than having more generic tokens and such, or, or such as a Bitcoin, uh, they can create unique pieces for their fans and the fans can own that. So uh, essentially because NFT is a digital asset that represents a real world object, like, you know, be it art or music or um, being games, or it could be even be tweets, right? So, so it, it's giving them so much more opportunity to monetize and, uh, and capture value. The question is, why wouldn't they use it? Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that is the way kind of we look at it. It's like in, in the next, you know, next evolution, this is how you can really, you know, strengthen this, uh, the relationship with your, um, you know, uh, with, with your fans and uh, have a way of, you know, way for the fans to showcase that. Right. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Deepak said and kind of building on top of that, it's not necessarily as much as kind of like the disadvantages of prioritizing crypto or kind of being the early adopter, but it's more of what are the possible advantages? Because in a way of how a cryptocurrency would grow in value is um, as the network grows, so does the price of kind of a crypto coin as well. And kind of being the early adopter allows um, a creator or a user to kind of be first to market and a perfect example um actually based off the based off of nfts um deepak described was um so one of the first nft arts that actually sold was this year i believe in march and it sold for 69 million dollars and it was actually auctioned off at a um normal kind of like auction house for traditional pieces of art and um 
so the auction house actually had a digital creator bring um, their personalized work and uh, made it into an NFT. And that was the first ever auction. So it's kind of um, like it was an unprecedented kind of auction sale, right? And for the creator, Bimpo, to be first to market allowed him to kind of reap the benefits and kind of generate this hype around NFTs, which is surely going to grow from here on out. Yeah, so so maybe I can add to that. So if we, if we want to kind of drill down on the on the disadvantage, maybe see one of the things I've been since seeing over over a long period of time in the for for example in the in the art markets around um, a, a lot of piracy, right? So um, so so you know if you, if the creator is creating something of value, how do they stop uh, somebody else from duplicating it or um, somebody else from you know um, taking you know taking control of that value, right? So, so crypto enables them new, uh, to reduce that kind of privacy or, or piracy off uh, their unique creation because they can sign their creation in unique ways and, and, and secure it on the blockchain, uh, you know, with that unique, uh, you know, one in a, one in a very unique creation that nobody else can kind of uh, copy and uh, you know pirate, right? I, I, see, I think that is the very key piece that a lot of creators would miss, um, and which is one of the reasons why uh, the, the, the creators haven't really taken off in a big way, and people are mostly doing it as side hustles, is because of this core underlying piracy issue, right? So, for if you look at uh, today's platforms, people upload stuff to YouTube or Facebook or other centralized platforms and and now the platforms now own these creations be it digital art or, or a jpegs or such the, the the platform now um owns that piece right and the real creators are never able to get any value out of that and this is what crypto brings on to the table it is creators that can create very unique pieces and they can generate value out of that and 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 when we get into more about use cases like NFTs, you'll see they can create you know a rolling value on that. That means not only the first time that they sell, but subsequent times that you know is getting sold over time. Each time the creator now makes a, a revenue out of that, right? So I think piracy would be one of the key reasons why creators um, would need to join the crypto economy. Uh, or, or, or the crypto world to, again, capture more of the value that they create. Yeah, um, I, I think that is a very strong use case that you brought up, right, um, with the explosion of internet. I don't know, all of us um, would have taken one image and another, somebody's photograph or somebody's, you know, um, artwork um, from internet. Um, mm -hmm. There was no privacy issue. Um, at that point with this, I think now creators can own and then can cater to their fans. So creator economy or passion economy runs on, um, on their fans, right? The backbone of the whole concept of passion economy is to develop fans. Can you just elaborate a little bit on how crypto would help solidify that relationship? Uh, you know, w w how, what's the connection between a crypto um, and a, a fan relationship? And a, cre a creator and a fan relationship. Uh, actually, you want to talk, uh, take that, and then run with some of those kind of crypto coins and such. Uh, seems to be in your wheelhouse. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, how crypto would solidify kind of the relationship between a creator and a fan would be that firstly, it would kind of take the middleman such as um, like payment methods such as like Stripe and kind of these other finance, fintech companies out of the equation as um, as Deepak mentioned, the user would be able to kind of gain more value out of their work. And like another example of like kind of NFTs is let's say like if and if you if a creator sells their artwork in the future for any resale, um, a, the creator would actually uh, also gain a portion of um, whatever the future resale would be. So and um, and in terms of just like cryptocurrencies and as well as how creators can um, kind of also explore their options would be uh, the crypto wallets that um, that I've been researching, such as Kilo and Meta Wallet, where um they would uh, replace um companies such as stripe and kind of like the more traditional banking institutions with a crypto wallet which would be essentially uh transactions of uh cryptocurrency and coins and this would also have the backings of kind of the immutable ledger of having uh like maintaining the fraudless infrastructure that cryptocurrencies and blockchains based off of and uh ensure that the creators are able to reap in more of their work. Oh, I, I, yeah, and I, I can add a bit more. And more and more what we're seeing uh, are, you know, uh, creators coming up with uh, their specific crypto coin. So let's say um, you would have, uh, let's say, uh, Beyonce. And Beyonce could say, I'm creating a Beyonce coin, right? And uh, her fans would then want to own that coin because it's, uh, it's Beyonce's coin, right? And I think that's very key because the creators and fans are trying to figure out how they can grow together and create more uh, unique and very personal experiences. Um, and uh, because fans get to be, you know, real you know, holders of a token, demonstrating that they are core fans of a creator, right? Or you know, be it a musician or be it an artist, um, and and then you can essentially now. You know, pass these coin on to your your fans, and now fans can now use this token or this coin, these coins, to get access to exclusive content, right, and experiences, and be part of specific communities, uh, and such. And then creators can offer uh, also physical and other digital goods and service in exchange for this specific currency. Um, and uh, in this way, both uh, you know, as you can see, both creators and uh, fans can grow because as more and more usage of, of these coins, the value of the coin goes up. Um, and, uh, you know, this way, more and more participants come in and, uh, and everybody who's been part of the network early on now, you know, sees that value of their coin go up because there were early fans. As, as the price goes up, their, their value also goes up, right? So it, it tries to create that strong, um, you know, strong economic forces for for success um, as this network grows or this coin system, you know, that is specific to a creator grows, right? So I think that would be a very interesting use case. Uh, and I think a lot of uh, well-known artists are now adopting that and creating their own communities. Right. I really like the concept of growing, growing together, right? Mm -hmm. 
and uh, how uh, fans can help creator grow which in turn would you know uh, be a success story for themselves so um, really interesting um, i know we can go uh, a lot deeper into some of these um, concepts like nft and cryptocurrency and different use cases um, but uh, you know i I'm, i'm very curious to know do you know any um, mainstream you know passion economy companies who is invested in i mean who is doing crypto for their creators or who is um, in in providing a mainstream crypto service in any any main, main names i mean see it's still very early days right i i think uh, the ripple.io uh, uh, it would be seen as one of the early adopters in the space where they are enabling you know uh, creator coins to be built on top of uh, you know ethereum maybe right um and uh, they they're seeing seeing a lot of um getting a lot of traction quite a few creators coming there and uh creating these coins and i think there's a lot of transactional volume happening right so that that is a that's a good example um i think the founder left patreon to start ripple and uh yeah i mean that, that's a, that's a perfect example of how they are uh, driving value for early creators but uh, to answer your question early days uh, a lot of these coming into the market uh, i think a lot more room to grow uh and, and i think we're going to see more and more exciting uh opportunities come up and just to make it very very simple for uh fans and creators to participate right i think the, there's a lot of uh innovation that needs to happen on the ux side uh that could make this entire process become mainstream and i think we are getting there some people are saying within 60 seconds you could come in uh, a fan could come and buy creator coins and start being part of the um you know part of that uh, creator economy Uh, I think we're going to see more and more innovations come there. Right, interesting. Um so, you know, um definitely a lot of advantage a very informative session. Um that being said, I think um Spur is definitely going to um have cryptocurrency in their roadmap and um and do more um research on that space. So, definitely because some of the, you know, um some of the use cases you both just mentioned are just the backbone for the success of the passion economy um so um this has been a very informative session um akshay and deepak um you know I, we can keep going i think we need to have more sessions deeper into nft use case for nft cryptocurrency and its specific use cases and i think um you know we should have more sessions discussing about this um that being said i would like to open it up to any questions If anybody wants to talk, they can raise their hand. Okay. I don't see any hands getting raised. Um, so, food for thought, or something that we can all take away tonight. If you, Deepak, if 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 I request you to say once, you know. couple of thoughts that we can all take away working as per being in the passion economy space what what is that um see one of the biggest uh, things i have uh, uh, you know that i kind of talk about in this uh, space is you know uh, the central focus of uh, your creators right and how do you build things uh, for creators and 
having that core mission in mind um, and building things that are really going to enable their success, right? And doing it in a very decentralized fashion, right? I mean, I'm a big uh, fan of decentralization because we've all seen all, all, all the negative effects of, uh, of uh, centralized economies, right? And centralized platforms. And I think it's a time for uh, a definite change in architecture not only from a, a payments perspective and a security perspective, but also from a um, economy perspective, right? How do we level the playing field for, you know, creators to come uh, or, or even people who have, you know, digital skills to come and uh, be part of this, uh, be part of this uh, entire movement, right? So I think when you're building, uh, very key to have that kind of concept in mind, but that's what I would leave you with. Thank you. Yeah. Um, every day we try to aspire to build, keeping in mind our creators, right? So think that really great thought. So thanks, Deepak. And Akshay, anything that you would like to uh, leave us with? Yeah, I definitely view crypto as a exciting kind of development in the recent years. And um, definitely I'm excited to see its evolution and kind of like the founding principles that it's based off of. It's based off the decentralized um, kind of blockchain tech, which is created to detect fraud and also kind of help more of like the user economies. And so I can definitely see the creators being able to gain more of like their added values from their work. And, it, and crypto is definitely something to look out for. Great, thank you. Thanks, Akshay. Um, with that, um, I would like to thank Deepak and Akshay for joining us today evening. And um, I, you know, let let me be very honest. I still have a lot of questions in my mind and a lot of use cases that I would like to bounce against both of you and see um, what's the best for the creator economy. Um, I think we'll definitely have a follow-up session to discuss more about that. But you know, sharing your thought leadership um, with our team has been. And, uh, great. So thank you so much, uh, both of you, for joining us. And um, we'll connect very soon. Thank you, Deepti. Happy Thanks, to be here. Everybody. Thank you. Take care. Yeah.